Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this is May Mural Month. Ah, Murals are the most profitable part of my art business and the way I'm able to make six figures while painting maybe three-fourths of the year. (laughs) I love to take time away to travel, relax, work on side projects like the book I just wrote, all the things. And, you know, getting paid the big bucks through painting murals is what allows all of those other things to happen easily. You know, this month I'll be interviewing muralists exclusively to talk about how they built their businesses and dissecting their strategies to give you the knowledge to do the same. Plus, I've made this extra special training just for you. The person who is interested in dabbling into murals, I've made this training for you completely lay out the benefits and strategies of getting your own mural business up and running. You can check that out at artistacademy.co slash muralmaster. The link is right here in the podcast. Just look at the description and click on the link artistacademy.co slash muralmaster. It is a full training just for you all about murals. If you're listening to this and you're like, okay, okay, you guys make great money. We get it. (laughs) I can do this too, I think maybe. And I'll lay it all out for you exactly how to get it started and give you even more examples of people who are doing it well. And yeah, just help. I want to help get you started. And this episode is features Nashville-based muralist Tarabella Aversa. And I love talking with fellow muralists about the day-to-day tasks, customer interaction and outreach, and most of all, the money that comes from this line of work. And it's so funny, the similarities that all of these muralists from across the globe have. But I'm intrigued every time someone tells me that they do something differently. You know, in this interview, Tarabella talks about starting out with photo op art, which gave her the exposure to kickstart her mural career. So same as me painting wings. (laughs) But there were so many differences in our pricing strategies being like, I price by the hour and she prices by the square foot and our artist competition demographics. She's surrounded by a male-dominated crowd and all I see around me are other female muralists. (laughs) Possibly because I'm training them and just because I like other females so I get to know them better. But (laughs) it's, yeah, there's no 100% right way to break into this industry you know, which is why I love giving you a variety of methods from a variety of different artists that you can decide for yourself the best way to go about it. So let me know what you think about this week's episode with Nashville-based artist Tarabella Aversa. Hey guys, we are here with Tarabella and she's going to answer all of your mural questions for you today. So to get started, can you tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got into the arts and all that fun introductory stuff? Well, (laughs) I am from Nashville, Tennessee, grew up in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and I've been painting since I could hold a paintbrush. I don't have any classical training at all. I'm mainly self-taught. My mother is a really great artist, uh, but she's been doing hair for like 42 years. And I grew up in a salon. I've been a color specialist for about 14 years. I took regular art classes in high school. But other than that, I just needed to uh, do something that I could provide for myself, which I was good at doing hair. So I was pushed into that because, you know, you have the guidance counselors that say, Tara, think realistically, artists don't make money, that whole thing, you know. But I always just did it for myself. And I kind of got into it through therapy as a kid. It was like a way of coping. So 
Yeah, it's, it really started there, but my mom had a lot to do with it. She was getting me all the art stuff and all the art supplies and like rose art magic markers. And when I started drawing on the walls, she was like, oh, you can draw inside your closet. And it started there, which was fun. <laughs> okay. So how did that go from drawing on the walls in your closet to now you have a mural business? I mean, that transition was insane. It honestly, it was a client of mine. I mean, I... I'd always done it like in high school, I had painted like babies' rooms and stuff uh, just for fun through my mother's clients. And then when I moved back to Tennessee about six, seven years ago, one of my clients, she was a new client, just moved down from New York and she and I hit it off, which my family's from New York. She was like, I'm opening up a bar in East Nashville and I really want to find a mural artist. And I don't know what the hell told me that I could do this, but I just said yes, that I could do it. And that was my first job. And ever since then, it kind of domino affected. So it was like first exterior mural at a popular location in East Nashville. And it's kind of how it happened. But I was doing hair and murals for like two years, which was very hard on my body. (laughs) Okay. So you started with this one hair client, right? And she started asking to do a a mural job and then it just dominoed from there. So did you start posting them online and that's how people started to find you or was it, did it just come from her? It wasn't just that. And I did start posting online. I I created like a separate Instagram because once I saw that that was catching on, because there was a total of four murals in this one bar And it's connected to a bunch of other restaurants and bars. So people were seeing it and passing by and they're taking photos in front of it and all that. So they needed a place to tag that. It got a lot of traction from that one. And then when my other clients who own a couple of other restaurants in Nashville, when they saw that I painted, they're like, oh, we're opening up a restaurant downtown. We would love for you to do some line work in there. And again, it was like one thing after another. So it was word of mouth, Instagram mainly. And I did a little bit of outreach, but I didn't start understanding outreach until later. But in this case, I mean, it's I live in Nashville where everyone wants to take a photo in front of a mural tourist one. So it just gained traction that way. But yeah. Okay. What was this mural of? The first one that people wanted to take photos in front of? Because that, that's a similar path that I took. I painted wings and it was just a magnet for people to take yeah. photos in front of. So it sounds like yours is very similar. Yes, it is. And like Kelsey Montague, she's our girl here for the wings. But it was like that. Uh, it was the the bar is called Walden Bar. And it's based off of, I want to say Henry Thoreau's Walden Pond book. So I wanted to take florals from the actual area and to create like a geometric center for someone to stand in front of like inside a diamond. But it had like a triangle and a diamond And it was off color. Some of it's black and white. And then some of it is color, but it's just a huge floral wall. That's a bunch of different colors. And there was that one. And then there was the line work in the back of the bar. That was really cool. And it looks like a, like a tattoo design of the same florals. Then there's another one that they installed swings inside the bar. And behind it, I did like a lake scene in black and white. It was, it was really cool. Eventually I did another lips mural on the adjacent side so that when you go down Gallatin, which is like a main street in East Nashville, that you would see the flower wall this way and then the lips wall that way. 
Very cool. Okay. How long did these first ones take you? And I asked that because I remember in the beginning, like days or weeks would take take me to do it. And now it's just kind of, you just roll them out. Right. I'm actually kind of opposite of you. So I'm really fast when it, like in the beginning, I was really fast. And then the longer I got into the career, I started to slow down a little bit and get more precise. My first one that I did at Walden, which was inside is the interior in the back of the bar. That took me like 10 hours for a wall. That's about like 12 by 14 feet. That was like 10, 11 hours for that. How did you know how to price your first ones? And I didn't. How, how, how did you price them? I didn't. I did it by day. I just figured it would be a thousand a day. I had no idea. I didn't know how to do it, but now I do it by per square footage and level of detail. But it used to be how long it's going to take me. And then I found out, I was like, wait, this isn't, let's think. Okay, supplies. And then you've got per day and you're fast. And then when I found out in comparison to other artists, especially after I'd gotten my first like 10, 15 murals, I mean, I was like, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. (laughs) But now I know. Okay. So you do it by square foot. How much Mm -hmm. per square foot do you typically charge? My average is $25 per square foot. Any portraiture or architecture, it's $30 per square foot. And then I have a minimum of $1,500. So it usually, and I like to really gauge it based on the person, what the person wants. So consultation is really key and visuals and all that. And then I'll, I'll point them to like my Instagram so that they can see the different, because I have a wide range of what I can and what I can't do. And I ask them to go look at it and see what their eyes gravitate towards detail-wise that they like. Not necessarily what they want the subject to be, but what they like visually. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. So the $25 and $30 per square foot, that includes the consultation and it includes the supplies and includes the time and everything. You just batch it up into one? Not necessarily. So I do include paint and I do include consultation time. It does not include any scissor lifts or cherry pickers or anything like that. That's also built into the contract when they see that. But if they want a design fee without commitment of a signed contract, then that's a separate two fifty for one mock-up. Okay, yeah, that just saves you from you know doing extra work for no money. You know, yeah, it's like it's time is money. It's so important, and yeah. Um, yeah, and I have a separate contract for that as well. So it's like design fee contract. Most people don't want to commit to something, but it's so that they can't say, I don't like this mock-up. I want my money back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause we, I mean, we've all done mock-ups to where we're like, you think the customer is hundred percent and then you, then they back out for some stupid reason and you're like, oh, okay, that's great. Yep. <laughs> totally waste my time, <laughs> but it's, but it's fine. That's why time is money. And then Cause you could have multiple things going on. Like when you're doing a mural, I'm also working on like three different commissions and then mock-ups for other murals a few months from now, you know? So it's protecting your time. Key. Absolute key. Yeah. Do you work five days a week, eight hours a day or what's your schedule like? It really doesn't end. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know, you know, Um, does it end? No, (laughs) I don't have a regular set schedule. So every day I am sending out emails because nobody talks about like the business side and everything that goes underneath all the commissions and everything. I work seven days a week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I should probably take a break. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever you want to do though. You know, in the beginning, 
I was one that I, I worked seven days a week because it's like, how can I give up this like, you know, a thousand dollars a day, kind of like, or however much you're making, like, it was just, it's hard to pass that up. And just recently I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm working yeah. like five days a week. I'm just like That's- burnt out. Yeah. You get burnt out. I get burnt out to the point where I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm taking a month off. So I'm forcing myself to take the month of July off this year. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. I actually see. And then I'm like, Tara, that's still work. I'm going to London and I'm setting up a couple interviews up there. And then I'm also going to be in New York, more so doing networking and outreach. I have a wall on hold up there. And then, yeah, I'm just trying to get really get my stuff out there, but I'm not going to be painting or doing mock-ups or any commissions this July that I have promised myself, but I am definitely going to network. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. 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 And that, that's great because that's a, I mean, you just getting any kind of break away from, you know, your arms, you could go and, you know, up and down and doing the swipes of the paintbrush all day, like getting that break and that mental break helps so much. Oh yeah. And I, I mean, like sometimes you're on a ladder working around pipes and then you craned like this way for five seconds, five, not even five seconds. I'm talking like hours going back to the same spot and it just, it kills you. So regular massages, I've learned to invest in that. And I'm like, right off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Chiropractor. <laughs> Chiropractor. Just fix me. I'm just, I'm burning my body out. But you like, if you like something, if you're on a commission and it's a project that you really love, that's when I'm like, I, it doesn't feel like I'm working seven days a week. Yeah. Right. I mean, but if it's yeah. something that I'm like, oh man, I do not like this. <laughs> yeah. And the, the money helps. Can I ask you like how much you're making like per week or month and whatnot? I, and I asked that because there's a lot of listeners who, you know, that like making money as a full-time artist is so far in their mind. And they're like, I don't know, like, you know, so I think just, you know, showing how much money can be made specifically with murals. I think yes. I mean, murals are the biggest money maker in the art world that I personally have known of. Yeah, they 100% do. And honestly, it, with murals and pricing, you're, it'll fluctuate a lot because it's like you can make a large sum of money in one month, then the next month be dead. But and that was in the beginning. Yeah. But like now that I'm consistently doing it on average, the average I bring in is anywhere between six and 20 grand in a month. That's actually very similar to mine. I, I wasn't sure what you were going to say. And I was yeah. like, actually, that is very it's, similar. It really just depends on how hard I want to work too. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And it's on how hard you want to work. And also like I've learned to get selective about the jobs that I want and saying no to jobs that I don't want instead of having a scarcity mindset. And this is another thing that I also had to learn. I And I think that there's a difference between female street artists and male street artists. What I noticed is that the men aren't as afraid to quote and talk about money. I had to learn to price what I'm worth through trial and error. And I don't have to do that anymore. So it's really important that you aren't afraid to talk about money, especially upfront. Yeah. It, it, it is funny how guys just don't really care about a lot of different things. And we just kind of have a more reserved side, but we're trying to change that. Yeah. yeah it's with, like, with the podcast. I know. it's like, But it's good that we're talking about it because I am always so afraid like if let's say I, like I had an interview for a wall in the Gulch here, and it's a huge wall. 
it's like the size of a football field wall. And <laughs> it would have costed that one wall with the quoting uh, for what they were wanting. And they were interviewing a couple of different people. It would have been an $85,000 wall. And I was so scared at first. And they're like, do you have a quote idea? Can you give me a ballpark? And I'm like, it's going to range anywhere between this and this, which is 75000 to 85000 And they're like, okay, without blinking an eye, but on the inside, I'm like, oh God, you know, that's <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot of money, but that, that, that's exciting. How long would that wall have taken you? It depends on the design. They didn't end up going with, with me, but that's okay. But a wall that big for what it sounded like it was going to take me and it was partially covered. So weather has a huge, you know, a huge thing to do with murals. It would have probably taken me 20 days. Oh, wow. <laughs> 85,000 in 20 days. I was thinking like two months. <laughs> oh, it's, I've always been pretty fast. Like it, but sometimes I like get into a groove of it and I can like knock something out in like two hours or I get into a mental rut, almost like writer's block where something could take me like, I could only do like 10 by 10 feet in one day and it not be much. And then the next day I could do 30 feet. And it's all about where my mental space is. I don't know why it is that way, but I just learned to go with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's something about just like plugging into a podcast or an audiobook and just like going at it. Do you listen to anything while you paint? I do. I really, there is a morning show that I love called The Burt Show. And they're based out of Atlanta and they're so funny. So I'll listen to that. And then I also, I listen to, I love history because I'm a total nerd, but like women in history, big, like just the tutors and, and all that. And so I listen to a podcast called Queen's Podcast and they're funny as hell too. But it's, I just like, I like learning things as I'm painting. Yeah. Which same. is fun. Okay. The Queen's Podcast. Great. Cause I'm always lo- looking for other things to listen to because it really is. If you have something good to listen to, it's like, it just makes the painting day so much easier. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they do cuss a lot, but I mean, I cuss a lot. So it's... <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're a lot of fun. <laughs> Perfect. Is there a lot of competition for you in, in Nashville? Cause you remember, yeah, I, you just saying that you did a bid and they, they didn't go for you. Does that happen very often or? Yeah. I mean, there is a decent amount of competition here in Nashville. However, I, what I love about the most talented mural artists here is that we're all so freaking humble. And if one person can't do a project, we'll pass it off to the other one. So like Nathan Brown, he's a big muralist here and kind of all over. If he can't get a job or if he can't do a job, he will send it to me. Or if I can't get a job, I will send it to another girl. Like, let's say I'm already booked. There's that. But then there's also, it's, we all really respect. I feel like we all really respect each other in terms of, I don't think I would be a good fit for this, but I think this other person would. Okay. Yeah. So if that makes, and there's really like only a handful of us in Nashville. I'm like one of three female mural artists in Nashville that people know of. Oh, wow. Okay. Some of them are getting, they're getting up there, but yeah, that's so funny too. Cause anytime I'm interviewed on podcasts or whatnot, they're like, how does it feel to be a, a woman in a male dominant industry? And then like, I'm we like, all just <laughs> equals. Just... Yeah. And then funny, but in Springfield here, I've 
trained and I know so many female muralists that have come up. And so that's all I know here. Yeah. And I like know a couple guys, but they're not like all that busy. And so, yeah, it's, it's very much a female dominated thing here. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. I'm going to have to come out to Springfield just to like come. I like to meet other artists in general, but like here it is male dominated. Yeah. Everyone's like, we don't want it to be too feminine. And I'm like, okay. It's like, okay, so I won't do flowers. Great. Like, Sounds good. What you want. Yeah. That's so funny. I've heard a lot about, you know, it, it being a male dominated thing in a lot of other cities. I think this is just a, a rare thing. Oh yeah, it definitely is. I think that's why it's like, I noticed I kept getting put into a box a few years ago. And so I started going for the jobs that I, that I wanted and knew that I could do. And so I've created my own style with an overlap of time because I'm trying to move away from the I'm trying to move away from the interactive murals because I feel like that is more Kelsey Montague. That is a specific style and that is all leaning towards the tourists and natural, which is great because you're gonna get that is also awesome because that's a whole other demographic, which is incredible. And you're gonna get booked left and right. I'm trying to do more of like Winwood walls and like how L Street are it, her work in New York. And I'm trying to get a little edgier and a little edgier and a little edgier and then bring the softness with it and kind of combine the two. I don't really not know how to explain that. But here's the other good thing about here in Nashville with the artists is that we're all very different. Our styles are all very different. So yeah, is it something? So like, can you go around and be like, oh, I, I know who did that just by looking at it? Oh yeah, I know exactly who did that. Yeah. And we all know each other. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> I'll like, I saw Moby, he was finishing a wall downtown for the Titans. And I was like pulling up in my car on my way to go to do a mural too. And mine was interior and I'm beeping. And he's like, just, you know, people will beep at you. He's like, okay. <laughs> he's doing this massive wall, but like, it's just really cool. Everyone here is super nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good that you guys don't look at it as like a crazy competition type thing either. And so how was it, how was it breaking into the mural industry? Because since there are some other, you know, big time muralists and around. It was intimidating. I was actually really scared. So when I was doing that, that mural for the Walden bar. So at that time there was only one female mural artist in town that was not actually in town. And it was Kelsey Montague. Oh, so the Ooh. wings and the gulch. That's it. Ooh, that's no. all that was there. She's like the like world known muralist. The yeah. yeah. So that and I, if I had a dollar for every time someone asked me if I was the girl who painted the wings and the gulch, I would be so rich. I'm like <laughs> what? Because I'm I'm a woman. No, that's so funny. Well, I I do wings, and a lot of people ask me, "Hey, did you paint the ones in Nashville?" Yeah. And I'm like. No, but I can see why you would think that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. There's other people that do that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, no, when I was painting, actually the guys from Eastside Boys, a couple of them, I want to say it was Follick. And he is absolutely incredible because, or was it Sterling? I don't remember. He came up to me and he's like, hey, because they had been trying to get that wall for a while. And then they saw that I got it. And they're like, oh, who is it? They were like, when they were building out the bar and everything, I'm back there painting. So Katie, who's now my best friend, she was the owner and my client. (laughs) She opens the door while I'm painting and it's Eastside Boys. 
And they're like, Hey, um, so did you get our email? We want to do this whole mural on the side of your building and we think it's going to be great. And she's like, I'm sorry. We, we decided to go with another painter. They go, who is it? And they didn't know because no one had heard of me. And honestly, no one had seen my work publicly before at all. Like I've painted my whole life, but no one, first time ever showing my work publicly is scary. And then when I went to the outside, they showed up again and they're like, Hey, so how long have you been painting? Like, how do you price and all that? And he's gauging me and I know he's sizing me up and I was trying not to get offended by it. And I didn't because now that I, now that I've talked to them later and now that I think that there needed to be a little bit of like a mutual respect there and I could see that I wasn't just, I don't know. It's like they're turf because they're East side boys and this is East Nashville and they have all these different murals around town. They're so freaking talented. But I think it was just because they hadn't heard of me before. I don't know. It was definitely scary, but I was getting sized up a little bit by a couple <laughs> of the guys in town. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they just wanted to get get to know who you who you were and just see and yeah, make a connection, networking, like exactly like we all do. Yeah, yeah. And they were. He was very nice. I think it's just like, what's with the a million questions? And then the New York and me came out, and I was like, <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, I, I imagine you're you're feeling in, intimidated. So really, any any kind of interaction with a, an artist that's really experienced would be even more intimidating. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I was definitely <laughs> intimidated. I knew exactly who he was. I was like, <laughs> if if I was talking to Kelsey Montague right now, I'd be like, oh my god, hi. <laughs> hello. Like, <laughs> She's so nice. I hear. <laughs> I talked to her sister. I, I I've interviewed her sister here on the podcast. Oh, that's so she's cool. just so nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard nothing but amazing things from them or about them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we have a couple of questions here. Members of the Artist Academy, Becca Perry, as she says, mural question, painting a mural on exposed, but pressure treated plywood, i.e. treated wood is a good primer and exterior latex sufficient for that? Yes, I think so. I haven't painted much on plywood, but honestly, you go to Home Depot and you get that big latex primer, white or black, but making sure that that's even key or you it, could pressure wash it. It's even? What do you mean? Making it like an even coat, like because prim- oh. priming can like, what's great about primer, you know, you can build on it, but I don't really paint on plywood that much, but I think it should be fine using the regular latex primer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They also have that like MDO board. Have you ever painted mm-hmm. on that? It's like a, it's like a pressure treated, yeah, plywood kind of, I think it's maybe oh, what cool. she's yeah, and it's what people do exterior murals on. I've got a couple. I put in a couple bids to do stuff like that, and they've never landed. And I'm like, I want to paint on this board so bad. Yeah, I can paint it inside and just install it. That's yes, <laughs> and yeah. into panels. It, I yeah. have heard of. Was it Kelsey that did it? I'm not sure if it was plywood, but it was for Taylor Swift's album cover. It was a temporary mural that they like. I don't know. I'll have to find that out. I'm not sure. I'm so sorry. I wish I knew. A better answer to that, but I would just think that. Yeah, I I would think so too. Especially, especially if you're using the MDO board, I think that'll be fine. Yeah. Do you what kind of different textures do you usually paint on? Are you are you lucky enough to get on a flat wall most of the time, or is it like brick? Or I like, and one of my favorite murals is actually on really old brick, and the brick was deep, real deep. But I like painting on brick a lot. I hate painting on fresh brick. Hate it. 
because it'll soak up all the paint. I get like smooth con. I've gotten a lot of smooth concrete walls, which is awesome. And metal corrugated walls are really hard to do like sharp lines on, but I've done that. Uh, corrugated metal. It's yeah, like my worst. It, I'm like, put an extra couple thousand on on the bid for that. Yes, absolutely. That it. really, 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 especially if they want any kind of lettering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I like painting on brick the most. You do? I what? love brick. What? I love the way that the art looks on brick. I love it. Okay, maybe like that. Like what? Wait, what? Explain that. I, I like. I like brick painting on. I love painting on brick walls. I love it. I think it looks so good with the art. Okay, okay. I like personally. The I love it. It destroys my brushes. I don't get good like expensive brushes. I use absolute crap brushes because they're going to get ruined. <laughs> yeah, I like. I, I, I would also mix my paint on the wall. I don't mix it in the thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I, but I just like the way that it looks. I don't know why, especially black yeah. and white on brick. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I, I can see the, the end result. I like the process of it. I'm like, I like to be inside, like maybe like a kid's bedroom wall and it's like flat and it's air oh, yeah. conditioned. Like that's, that's a good day. <laughs> oh yeah. That is a good day. You don't have to worry about the weather. You know that people are going to leave you alone. You don't have to worry about paper wasps. And being what? six stories up in the air and <laughs> paper wasps. Yeah. Wasps are a thing here. So I built it into my contract. And when you're painting, sometimes you will find a nest in the middle of summertime. Ew. Oh, yeah. No. They're awful. I hate them. I hate things that fly and sting. But, and I hate heights, but what I love you- painting. What do you do? Actually, this happened at our mural meetup last year. We had like a 20 artists come in and we painted on corrugated metal, of course. And there was a wasp so it makes nest it hotter. Up, up above. Yeah. And there's a wasp nest and we like tried to spray it with stuff. And then one person got stung and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> what it, so do you spray it with stuff or do you avoid it or how did like... Now it is built into my contract that because a lot of the murals that I'll do, everybody likes to postpone all their projects until summertime. And here in Nashville, it is hot as balls. Like it is hot. And the hotter it is, the more wasps, for whatever reason, tend to be out. So I've made it, I've built it into my contract that they have to spray for wasps before I even touch the wall. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because I am afraid of heights and it's heavy machinery, I always have the lift on bunny mode or not bunny mode, on turtle mode, not bunny mode, because I can take out drywall like with it. It'll, you got to be careful with it. So you, it's not like you have anywhere to move. You know, you can't run away from a wasp in the area. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be calm, (laughs) which is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I too do not like heights. It's that's a funny thing too, because this is what we signed up for. I feel like after you're up there for a little bit, you kind of get used to it, you know, and like the bouncy isn't too bad, but yeah, it's it's not, it, it, it takes a little bit at first, especially if I haven't been really high in a long time. And then like the wind blows and the bucket will shake, you know, and it, but I, I agree. I think after a few hours that fear starts to go away. Yeah. I guess the main thing that people want to know coming in is like, how are you getting your customers? Like now, now nowadays versus then you, you mentioned you did a little bit of pitching in the beginning. And- oh yeah. And I did a little bit of pitching. I didn't quite understand how to pitch, but mostly I've gotten really lucky through word of mouth and the walls that I have are in high foot traffic areas. There's that. And then I recently was on the home edit for, it's a show on Netflix 
And so since then I've been getting jobs. And then before that, some of the people in town have really promoted me as well. It really has been word of mouth, but it's, it's a lot of hard work. Basically, I'll, I used to go through town and see walls that I loved, absolutely loved. And I'm like, I really want to put a mural on that wall. So I would go up to the owner and find out who the owner is. And I would talk to them, set up a meeting, and then send them a keynote pitch for said wall. And I used to do that like all day. And I was constantly networking. I was constantly, I would go into like restaurants and two of my best friends work in the restaurant industry and management. They know all the GMs in town and Nashville is a booming city right now. So I would go to all of the grand openings with them. I would get invited to like Tales of the Cocktails down in New Orleans and talk to a bunch of different business owners that are with like mainly like liquor companies through one of my friends, but I've gotten jobs from that. And then it's just, it really is just word of mouth. But I think Erin Opria has also really helped my career a lot. Her name's Erin Opria. She's a celebrity trainer here in Nashville. And um, I painted the whole backside of her house and she's she'll give me shout outs left and right. I'm just a kind person. And then Netflix. So it's, but those things like, when you get an opportunity, take it, even if you don't think that you can do it. If it's something that is at that level of, I don't know, exposure, just say yes and make it work. So that's good advice that I feel like is you could be stressed out to the nine, but like, I think that especially the past two years that helps. And then, and then making meetings and going to cities that you really want to paint in and then finding those artists setting up a meeting with them, all that. Like I'm going to be going to Australia to go meet Danielle Weber at one point, like either this year or next year, but I'm determined to get my ass out there. Yeah, exactly. That I love that you say that too, which is why we started doing these mural meetups. Because people could come, we're doing one in Cozumel here in two, like not, not very long. And then we're doing, so, I know, right? That's so, so awesome. Yeah. So we're, we're going down there and like, it's artists from all over, but doing just like you said, you know, just flying to go paint with an artist who can teach you something, or at least networking or showing that you're, you can paint in, in places other than where you live. And so we're having one in Missouri too, which isn't like, which that's is where incredible I'm though. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. bet it's still like, you're doing the outreach. You're doing what you need to do to go get it. Now, she has not asked me to paint with her, by the way. I want to be very clear on that. However, I am planning on meeting up with her at some yeah. point. Yeah. But I, she's been great. She, I'll message her every now and then, get her advice. And she's great at like responding and all that. But she's amazing and someone that I've looked up to for a long time. I'm going to try to interview her. On the, I'm going to get her information. I'm not sure exactly who you're talking about. but if you- Oh, Danielle Weber is like one of... She's... A, insanely talented. She's based out of Australia. Dwayne Johnson kind of like helped her career, which was insane. Yep. She had Danielle's a person that I think that you would really, really like, and she's got her whole thing on NFTs and very successful, very smart, very insightful. Just anytime that I've been like in a rut or had a question to ask and like, I will ask her and she's always great at just getting back to me and just super honest. And I love just, that. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I love that. And I also just want to point out that, you know, she hasn't invited you to come, but that doesn't mean, you know, like, right. so like if for people listening, like if there's an artist that you want to paint with, just message them. Cause yeah. every single time someone says, Hey, I want to paint with you. I'm like, great. Come down. Well, <laughs> like, I have asked her if I could, like when I come out there, if we could meet her, if I could take her for coffee at some point. And she was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. 
So I'll just real, real quick. You said you mentioned you did, what was it? A, a PowerPoint deck you would pitch or a... Oh, like a keynote. A keynote a, deck. I don't know if it's, I don't know the right terms for anything, but I just, again, technology is not my friend, <laughs> but on my laptop, there's a thing called keynotes and I will create like a my work and the difference in the body of my work, my experience on it and like a short bio. And then current work with links to my website and Instagram. And then at the end of it, I do a statement of proposal where I've already taken a photo of this wall, gotten the measurements. And then I come up with an idea. I First, I also do research on their brand. So if there's a wall that I really like, I will go to the website, get a good gist of what they're looking for, and then be able to, in that statement of proposal, explain, hey... I would love to paint this wall for you. I can keep it in the brand. If you have a budget, like, because sometimes what I'll do is let's say the budget, their budget isn't a lot. I will then pitch if they allow me more creative freedom to paint what I want. Because when the, it is, I think, a fact that when you are given more creative freedom, the artwork always comes out better. So even if someone can't pay you what it's worth, if you can recreate like a, a pitch in that statement of proposal for them and then show them your other work, because it could bring you could bring foot traffic to their business. And then someone sees that and then you get an even bigger job. But like definitely going and doing your research and looking at their branding. So I'll okay, quote yeah. them and then I put in the statement of proposal. If this is too high for your budget, however, I will absolutely work with you with creative freedom. Uh, let me know what you think. Thank you so much for your time and your consideration. And then I just, I will send it out. And if I don't get a follow-up email, I will go to the shop at some point or I'll call ahead and see if I can set up a meeting. Even just to say hi and introduce myself. That part was hard because it's like, hey, I love this wall. I would love to paint for you, but you have to pay me for it. It always feels awkward saying that. However, if there is a wall that you want so badly, you do what you have to to go get it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's and that's that's so true. And you know, there's I remember in the beginning I did something very very similar to yours. And although mine was a little bit, mine wasn't as thought through. I'll, I'll admit, I was just like, "Hey, this is what I want to do." Blah, 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 blah. Like, and then I, there was no like big presentation. But I love that you did that. And I think because it really is, if you make it once, like seventy five percent of your the thing you're going to say is made once, and then you just add a little bit at the end. This is what I want to do. This is how I can you know, put it to your brand and then go, how many no's did you get? Because I just, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I just pitched like a, a color wall here in Springfield and they just said no. And I'm like, I am not used to hearing no now. Cause like, I typically now they come to me and like, yeah. I really want to do this thing. Like Springfield doesn't have it yet. And I really want to do it. I think it'd be great. And they're just like, no, like, Ugh. Oh, <laughs> like, I know. Oh, I know. And it's like, Oh, especially if it's an idea that you have that you're obsessed with. Yeah, I like I like when I go to do pitches or when I go to do meetings and they don't have an idea of what they want. That's when I give them those designs. However, I've been told no a bajillion times, and I'm like, oh, God. yeah, just <laughs> eh. in Nashville. I'm trying to like break out of Nashville murals just because it's like everybody wants the same thing. Over my shoulder, Dolly Parton commission. Oh, no. but everybody is like, I want Dolly. Johnny Cash. I want wings. Oh, I want uh, this. I want that. Not that it's 
but everybody wants the same thing here. And I'm trying to like transition Nashvilleians into getting away from the bachelorette scene. <laughs> oh, I was in Nashville last summer for a bachelorette party. Oh How was your liver? Because <laughs> like it was, it was so much fun, but it was so funny because like we it's thought funny. we were being like, we're like, well, we'll get the, you know, the, the off pink shirts with the fun saying on it. We met girls who had the exact, exact same, same shirts. One. And, like we would go out and like freaking, they were everywhere. everywhere. It was like, it was like wedding throw up all over. I was like, okay, well, let's just have another beer. It's <laughs> fun though. It's so, Nashville yeah, is so much fun. fun for that. And it is like such a, like, this is one of the top places for bachelorettes to come, you know? And then they see like the wings in the gulch and they will wait down that line. Like when you drive down that way, it is, there are people lining the streets and around the corner to take photo with this wall, which <laughs> is insane. But like one of my walls is at downtown Broadway at Fifth and Broad. So high traffic area. But I wanted to make sure that like whatever wall I have, if especially if it's interactive, if you can make multiple placements for people to take photos in said wall, you don't have, because she's got the mini wings on one side and then she's got the big wings in the center, right? So if you can do walls, like one of, and then the other one in my, uh, that I have in Hillsborough Village, which is my favorite wall I've ever done, that was one that they didn't have the budget but they, we had a minimum and agreed on it. And then I went with the brand and I created like my, a wall that showed my toolbox and in that four different placements for people to take photos so that okay. no one was congregated on the, on the street about to get hit by a car. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is crazy. The lines, like people will set up like snow cone machine things and be like, here, while you're waiting in line for this, when you want a snow cone? Like it's genius. <laughs> it is genius. <laughs> yeah. Oh entrepreneurs helping other entrepreneurs. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love it. That's awesome. Here, here in Missouri, everybody wants an American flag or they want it something to be rustic. Which is fine. Like I, yeah. I, I like to do either of those, but it's like all the time. I just got asked for another American flag one, and I'm like, oh, I have this yeah. like, I have this one American flag that I can get done really quick, and it looks really good. Done yeah. like four times in four different locations. Nobody knows, <laughs> but nobody knows. Oh, <laughs> I've done two, but I mean, yeah, it's it's. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, how can I make this look better? But I'm sure, like, by your fourth American flag, you're like, oh, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm just like more into my audio books than I am yeah. painting. I'm like, whatever. It's, it's a it's muscle memory at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am happy. You know, I'm like, I, like you mentioned, like in the beginning, it's like you're learning and you're doing all the things and it's yeah. hard. And now it just, it's at this place where it's easy and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it. I feel like those first few years were, were like that. It was hard and I loved it. And I just wanted so badly to like get there and like to get to a place where they start to come to me, which is where I'm at now. But that didn't happen until this past, like from last summer to now is when people like I had, I haven't been outreaching as much at all. And when I outreach, I outreach out of state, but it's so great. Cause it'll come just going to yeah. keep at it. And it only takes one wall with eyes on it. One wall. Yep. So true. With eyes on it, I think is the key too. Cause you know, if you do something and 
someone's bedroom or whatnot. Like they're not going to get seen. Exactly. It's just public art. It's such a great way to start. And so I I loved having you on here to talk more about it because it just, it it echoes what I tell people. And it's just, it's nice to see somebody in a completely different city with a completely different dynamic and style doing something very similar and you're making it and you're making a great living. And it's just, I think it's great. So thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you for having me. Such an honor, such an honor. And I've followed you for a while. So it was great talking to you. You're incredible. And like, I think if more artists are like this, that like fear-based barrier will start to get knocked down. And I think everybody will be better for it and make more money from it because artists can make money. Lots of it. Lots yep. of it. <laughs> yep. And, and women in art too. Oh, yeah. Women in murals. Like, it's yeah. always funny when they have that conversation because... It's like that first question, like when you meet a stranger anywhere, like let's say you're on a flight, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh, well, I'm I, mom. <laughs> but no, <laughs> and you tell them I'm an artist and they're like, oh, cool. That's cute. They usually make cute, that's cute. So what's your real job? And I'm like, no, that's what I do. That's what I do. Why, what would, I do. would you like a mural? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you get a job out of that. Yep. I, yeah. I, I always go straight to my phone pictures and I'm like, look what I can do. And then they take you seriously. Right. And then you're like, oh, yeah. look, maybe like, do you have an open wall? Like, so yeah. I'll get yeah. heckled even halfway through my mural process by like commentary. What does that look like over there? Is that a corn on the cob? <laughs> Are you painting a snake or something? You know what I mean? And I'm like, no, no, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And then they take you seriously after that. They're like, holy shit, you can actually paint. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Pay me. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. And yeah, let's keep in touch. Yes, absolutely. It was an honor talking to you. Thank you so much. That's it. And if you're listening to this episode and thinking, fine, I'll give murals a shot. I made this extra special training video for you to completely lay out the benefits and strategies to getting your own mural business up and running. Check that out at artistacademy.co slash mural master. The link is right here. If you're too lazy to type it in, you can just click or just go to artistacademy.co slash mural master. And I'm going to walk you through all the ways to get started. Plus give you even more examples of people on how they're doing it and just all the ways to make great money as a muralist. I can show you literally everything, how to paint, how to promote like I've murals are the one that I'm so excited that we're doing May mural month again because that's the one thing that I like really have down like if somebody comes to me and they're like hey I need help with my business blah 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 I'm always like so do you want to try murals because like you can make a lot of money with that and like I can tell you exactly how to get started and like and they're like they're always so hesitant and then as soon as someone gets their first window painting they're like you were right <laughs> like because of this we did that because of that and it's not as hard and I'm like I know and then oh a couple of years later than making the big bucks and then they never look back. Painting big is so much fun. It's really not that intimidating. It's just using a bigger paintbrush and I can show you how. But artistacademy.co, you'll get a sneak peek of how to get your mural biz started. All right, I'll see you next week. 